0: So we've been chatting on the program recently about laying hold of the unlimited power that God wants to give those who love him. Great. But come on, how do you actually lay hold of that power? Well, the answer may not be what you think. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be with you again. Today we're going to be taking another look at the power unlimited that God wants to unleash in and through your life from a different perspective. And do stick with me, because very soon I'll be telling you about my special edition book. It's called Power Unlimited, and I'd love to send you a free copy to help see the power of God unleashed in you and through you. A few years ago, I had the opportunity to speak with a group of high school students at the opening of their college and senior campus. The subject of my presentation was this how to get more out of your parents. I just remember that when I was at high school, speakers at those functions were so boring. I wanted to grab their attention, and it certainly did that. A few of the parents, I have to tell you, were listening pretty closely as well, but the heart of the presentation was this. Our parents, at least the great majority of them, are hardwired to bless us. But one of the things that teenagers do, I know I did, is rebel against them, and that stops the flow of parental blessing dead in its tracks. I shared some insights with these young men and women about how, in a very practical way, they can respond to their parents' love at the same time as growing up, to get that relationship and that blessing flowing again. You could see some lights going on as they came to grips with how to respond to their parents. It turns out our relationship with God is no different. Over the last little while on the program, we've been working our way through a series of messages called Power Unlimited. Over the last 20 years or so, I've spent a lot of time studying God's Word, the 66 different books in the Bible, and so I've had the chance to mull over it all. And and whilst I know I've really only scratched the surface, the more I think about it, the Bible appears to me to be about four things, who God is. God's will and purpose for us, who you and I are in his heart. And fourthly, the thing I want to talk about today is how we can respond to God. And as it turns out, that's the key to laying hold of the unlimited power that God has ready and waiting for us. Now, some people think that all the Bible has to offer is a bunch of rules and regulations. But as I read my way through the Bible, what I've discovered is that how we can respond to God isn't the main thing. it, It kind of drops out of all the other three. It's a natural consequence of who God is, what his will and purposes are, and who you and I are as we get our hearts around those things. Well, for me at least, my heart just wanted to explode and respond to him. We're going to unpack this last one today because you know something? It's not a rules and regulations thing. I don't stay faithful to my wife because I have to. I do, but that's not why I stay faithful to her. I stay faithful to her because I want to. It's my response to her love and to our promise to one another. Not a difficult thing to do at all because she loves me and one of the ways that I respond to that love is through my faithfulness to her. It's the same deal with God, but you know something? It's not good enough to know that we ought to respond or even that we want to respond. We need to know how to respond. So often in marriages the husband wants to show love to the wife and the wife wants to show love to her husband but they're actually two very different people and they just don't know how. A lot of marriages fall apart simply because people don't know how to love one another. We were talking about teenagers earlier. Nobody ever explained to me what was going on when I was growing up. You know, we start out with a total dependence on our parents. We're a baby, we have breast milk, we're in nappies, and progressively we grow to be independent of them. It's a natural thing to grow up and to become an adult and to be independent of your parents. Jesus quoted the Old Testament when he said, For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother to be united to his wife and they will become one flesh. Matthew 19, verse 5. In those teenage years, we're kind of almost adults, but not really. We're still dependent on our parents financially. We're still under their authority and their discipline. We still live in their house. Those awkward in-between years are times when a lot of people rebel against their parents in all sorts of ways. You know, the teenage roll of the eyes. I, I know it all. What would my parents know? We continually do things that parents ask us not to do, and yet we do them anyway we leave the empty Coke can on the sink or the underwear on the floor in the bathroom, whatever it is that a teenager does that drives their parents nuts. It's almost like if they know what does drive their parents nuts, they'll do it even more. I did that. We establish a pattern of behaviour that's rebellious, and so you get into a rut that you don't know how to get out of. In the short time that we spent together with these young people at this high school opening, I just gave them some practical advice on how to honour their parents so that the blessing would flow back to them. You know something? I I think it's the same in our relationship with God. It's the little things that we do or we don't do, the way we think, the way we behave, the way we hold on to things and the pride and the selfishness. We can understand God's love. Perhaps we even understand what Jesus did for us on that cross. But unless we know how to respond to that, we may not respond properly. And sometimes we know, but we just can't bring ourselves to do it. The Apostle John explained how to love God. 1 John chapter 5, verse 3. This is love for God, to obey his commandments, and his commandments aren't burdensome because everyone born of God overcomes the world. Here's what a regular pattern of Bible reading and prayer has done for me. It's progressively changed me. Just when I'm going through a tough time in a relationship, I read something like this, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears isn't made perfect in love. We love because God first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he's a liar because anybody who doesn't love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he hasn't seen. And he has given us this commandment, Whoever loves God must also love his brother. You know, when you're going through a tough relationship and you want to rip someone's head off, you pick up your Bible and you read that and you go, God's speaking to me about how I should respond to his love. Just when I'm struggling with this or that, I turn the next page and he speaks right into that struggle, right into that, I want to go my way. And God says, but if you want to respond to my love, here's my way. It's a much narrower path. It's a much more difficult path. But these are my ways, and my ways are not always your ways. My thoughts are not always your thoughts. See, his quiet, still voice speaks into our heart with a power and a gentleness, and he calls us in his direction, not our own. And for me, it's always been that God's spoken to me in a way that my heart just wants to receive what he says, in a way that nobody else could speak. And he does that through his word, the Bible. He speaks in a way that changes me, that fills me and equips me and prepares me and encourages me. When I read God's word, I'm not just a better preacher. I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm a better work colleague. I'm a better friend. God teaches us how to respond. Now, I have to tell you, this is all very much a work in progress for me. And others, no doubt, are much further down the track than I am. But that's not the point. Like a surgeon, he's taking out the cancers, the cancers of sin, reconstructing, repairing, healing, encouraging, restoring. That's what happens when we go to him and we listen to what he has to say. He teaches us and shows us how to respond when we spend time in his word. He he just does. That's why there is such incredible power in the living word of the living God. I want to see power unlimited, Holy Spirit power, the same resurrection power that raised Christ from the dead, unleashed in you and through you. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my special edition book, Power Unlimited. It's one thing to believe in Jesus, but he's not looking for comfortable, pew-sitting believers. He has so much more in store for you. He means to change the world through you. So I'm praying that by His Spirit, He'll revolutionize your life so that you can become all that He made you to be. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415.